0: Well, hey there, my friend. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. I have to tell you that the response to the Weight Loss Success Stories series that we've been doing has been overwhelming. Everybody loves these episodes and I love sharing my amazing clients and their amazing success that they've created for themselves with the assistance of my program, Weight Loss for Doctors Only, of course. It's so fun. I just absolutely love doing it. Now, I had planned to cuz I still have a few more in my pocket for you. I had planned to go 3 weeks before giving you the next one. But January 26th is actually the 4 year anniversary of this podcast if you can believe it or not. <laughs> I mean, I guess so with so many episodes. And so what I've typically done just kind of traditionally is on the year anniversary I have Provided an episode that is a lessons learned podcast, like lessons learned from the previous year. And so I thought about doing that this week and moving it around. And then I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I want that episode to go really, truly on the four year anniversary. So I moved this success story episode up a week. So super fun. Then we'll go a little bit longer before we have our next one in February. So I want to introduce you today to Nicole Myers. She is an absolute delight. she's seriously so fun. I just love her, love her, love her, love her. She is somebody who just keeps showing up. I love that about her. If she doesn't get something, she's just like, okay, give me like the next little nugget, like the next little permutation, the next little iteration, like help me open my brain up just a little bit more. And she just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. What she has created for herself and her life as a result of coaching in the Weight Loss for Doctors Only program is just incredible it's just so great and she's going to tell you all about it and her story about being an overweight child and just she's just an incredible human being and she's just a super delightful person I just love her she's so great and I can't wait to share her with you I know you're going to be so interested in her story and also it's just so fun to see what people work on and what they create a huge thing that she's worked on has been dating and that was something that she really put off for a long time and I mean I haven't been dating in a long time. This year will be our 20th anniversary. So I can't necessarily speak to it myself. But I coach a lot of people who are dating, or want to date or are avoiding dating or things like that. And it is a difficult situation to be in especially if you do not know how to manage your mind. And when you do know how to manage your mind, it actually can be fun and enjoyable, and it doesn't have to be this awful experience. (laughs) And so she's somebody in particular who has really taken a deep dive into that work to create something that's always been a dream for her in her life and to start looking for that companionship that she's wanting. So that's just something extra besides her weight loss that has been really fun. And she's just done so much work. She's just... So great. I love coaching her because every time she comes back, like, okay, now I'm working on this. Now I'm back with this. This isn't making sense to me. I want some help with that. And I I just I love I think probably part of what I love about that is that's very similar to the way I am. I'm like, this makes no sense to me. But here I am again, asking questions. I'm back. You can't get rid of me yet. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's probably one reason why she and just her personality resonates so much with me. But anyway, she's just a lovely soul has such a great loving, calming energy and such a great presence. So I can't wait to share Nicole Myers with you today. She also is a DO and she teaches some of the osteopathic manipulation work that I think is super fascinating. And I think that's pretty cool too. So all of you DOs out there, here's one of your people. <laughs> so great. So please enjoy this episode with Nicole Myers. Next week, I'll be back with that Lessons Learned episode, four years And there were a lot of lessons learned in the last year. That is for sure. Can't wait to share them with you. And I will see you then. Please enjoy. Hey, Nicole, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. I'm so I'm so grateful. I'm so excited to have you here. excited to talk more. I know. I know. I know. You're a repeat customer. I love it. Repeat, repeat podcast guest. It's so fun. Crazy how this all works out. Right? I know. It's so good. It's so good. So would you start us off by just introducing yourself, telling us a little bit about yourself, what you do and all of that?
1: Yeah. So I'm Nicole Myers. I'm a DO. I'm currently a course director for osteopathic manipulative medicine course at um, osteopathic school. And so I love doing that, teaching the students and just getting them excited about medicine and and specifically osteopathic manipulative medicine and that part of of our training and what we do, the that's where my passion lies. Yeah, I grew up on the East Coast in Philly. I guess that's what we can talk about. Yeah, born and raised in Philadelphia, went out to the other side of the state, Pittsburgh, for college, and then I went back to Philly for med school. And then, yeah, that led me to Florida, which I, which I love for residency and family med. Mm-hmm. and then did an extra year doing neuromuscular medicine or osteopathic manipulative medicine. Yeah. Yeah. I worked in Texas for a little bit and then came back to Florida because I loved it so You much. love it so much. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. so
0: cool. Yeah.
1: You know, I think the,
0: the manipulative medicine part of being a DO is so cool. And I know a lot of people so cool. become DOs and then don't really do any of that stuff. Probably. I mean, would you true. say the majority?
1: Okay. So true. The majority don't. And so it's, it's, both like hard, you know, with teaching students and cause they, they don't see it kind of long term being performed, but we just try our best. I'm really grateful to, to have like the, the colleagues around me who actually like do use it and practice, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think even the, just the psychomotor skills that the students learn and how to use their hands. Oftentimes I hear and get feedback from attendings about our students that they're just way better at palpation. So even if they do general surgery or ortho or like another specialty where they're using a hand a lot, PM&R is a great one, but they're just so much better at their hands. Yeah. And I think, and I think that that matters, especially in some, some specialties, uh, especially have students with that background, even though they might not do manipulation, even though I really want them to, <laughs> I'm so passionate about it. Like use your skills, guys. But these also the palpation skills are like that, that skill, yes. how to do an actual physical exam on patients right. and, and like actually do an exam, actually touch a knee. If somebody has knee pain, we'll just look at it and like order and, you know, an imaging. imaging, yeah. like actually examine, right. That mm-hmm. part of the person's body is what we also, and I try to like also, also emphasize with them and that the skills they're learning, they can use wherever wherever they go. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, so I grew up in the
0: Detroit area for like mm-hmm. second half of my growing up and with Michigan State, State Medical yeah. School being there, there are so, and so they, so Michigan State has an MD, MD school, yep. and, MD, school mm-hmm. and so there are tons and tons of DOs. I think yeah. most, if not all of my various doctors that I saw growing up were DOs. And I remember even in medical school, I saw a family medicine doctor who was a DO, and I was having some like lower back or hip issue or whatever. And he totally did some manipulative stuff on me. And it totally worked. It was
1: amazing. I was like, this is so cool. Yeah, it still works. Yeah, you just got to think about it and try it. And our students are so funny because they will like, you know, we tell them like, don't do it on your family, but they always do it on their family. But they always come back over Thanksgiving break or Christmas and be like, Dr. Myers, I tried that thing you told me and it worked. And I was just like, mm hmm. That's, that's, that's why we, we actually heard. like, <laughs> just, we're trying to teach you the truth here. Yeah, I just got to think about it, use it. Yeah. Yes. That's super mm-hmm. cool. Super cool. Yeah, I okay. love it. I love it. So
0: let's talk about weight struggles. Yeah. I know you dealt with childhood obesity. Absolutely. And so I would love for you to talk about like when that all started and let's, let's do the the timeline here. When did weight yeah. become an issue for you?
1: I think it really became an issue early on in school, probably like kindergarten, like six years old. I just remember being in my class and like just noticing the sizes of the kids and like how different I looked. I developed very, very early. I was tall for my age and also obese and, you know, just not being able to fit in the kindergarten chairs quite right. Mm -hmm. But the other kids are, you know, you're sitting on the floor and not in the little chair that you're supposed Mm -hmm. to be sitting into or can't quite fit under the desk and like things like that. And so I definitely noticed there in terms of like the other kids that were around me and then at home. My mom Was the, the rest of
0: your family struggling with obesity
1: as well? Yeah, like okay. yeah, multiple family members really. And then my mom also struggling with her weight or figuring out weight loss for herself as well. And so, just I remember us doing the what is it VHS tapes um, yes. exercises. <laughs> it's hard to I remember love, what those were called. I know, right? <laughs> I love me some Jane Fonda workouts yes. with the eighties. Like where, yes, the It's hard's like everything. Richard Simmons, oh my oh, gosh, yes, of course, right? Yeah, dancing to the ODs. I That's still right. listen to some of those soul music <laughs> songs, and it's still that routine is like in my head. Oh, the flashes of that VHS VH, VH, yeah. Hs tape. So it's just it's funny now, but like at the time, like yeah. that was like what we just did right after school on the weekends, mm-hmm. and. So I just, like, my, my body just always felt different from everyone else's. Yeah, I just feel like, why is my body so different? Or I hate my body. And just a lot of, like, my body is not right. Like, mm-hmm. something is wrong with my body. Mm-hmm. And Was that just pretty it much and,
0: internalized? Or did other people, like, did kids mention it? Or, like, your doctor that you went to? Like, how was that? Yeah,
1: I think my doctors mentioned it. I think I recall them also saying, like, you're just tall. But it was, it was beyond that. Mm-hmm. And so it was okay. like external to with bullying, a lot of bullying growing up, you know, boys would, I love to be like run around and like be athletic, but I just couldn't, cause I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. Right. And I couldn't go fast, but I just like, I just wanted to be like, be out there and boys would always bully me whenever I'd run. Or I remember distinctly, like in gym class, They were like run into me, so they could run into like my chest because my breasts were so big and like Mm. I was so big. I I just, I know, right? Like I just remember that, like where they were like bump into me and then walk away and like laugh and do that stuff. And people just the the boys would just do that over and over again. And then it was also internalized as well. I think from partly external and just seeing the media as well during that time, late eighties and nineties and stuff. And just being like, I don't look like that, like yeah. at all. Yeah. You know, besides yeah. the maybe the Richard Simmons tapes <laughs> and seeing those <laughs> bodies there because he had yeah. all types of bodies. But like outside of that, the music videos and yeah, other other shows and you know, 902 window and like, you know, all right. those things, yes, all those yeah. things that you see just told me that like my body like wasn't right. And plus it just seems like a disconnect of like where my my body was versus like my my mind in a in a way mm-hmm. of who who I was. Yeah, so I used food quite a bit as like a a friend for all those feelings of being bullied and yeah yeah. So I I I used use food quite a bit as a friend and I would say growing up too in school I kind of realized like I got good feedback from people because of like my academic work and like like my brain, I started to figure out like my intellect is what got me the positive feedback. And so that was also something that like, I just kind of deviated my mind to, or like Mm -hmm. all of my focus (laughs) like there. And just was just like, you know, my body's awful. So I'm just gonna Mm. not ignore
0: that and focus on, yeah,
1: focus on like my brain and getting Mm -hmm. my knowledge of like my academics and, and keeping that up. And so That's what I try to do is kind of compartmentalize it in a way. I don't know if that was the right. Obviously, at the time, I couldn't have said that, but I think that's what I was like deciding to do. But then at the same time, like I remember, right, you would get that reward from the teachers about how good you're doing. But then I also know like the other rewards of it in terms of food, like actual like food, was like, we read books and you get a Pizza Hut. Like, of sure, you didn't have to use it, but like, <laughs> you read yeah. a book and you got a free personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut. And so it's mm-hmm. like, that was like my motivation <laughs> to get, like, I would read a book, right? And I'm like, I'm a learner. Like, I love to learn. And yeah. so then I get a pizza with it. And I was just like, this is the greatest is ever. Right, like, right, how many right. pizzas can I get in a week? Like, what's the right. maximum here? <laughs> how many books do I need yeah. to read to get how many pizzas? And like, and yeah. so I just remember that too, it was connected, mm-hmm. connected to that.
0: Mm-hmm. At what age did you, do you re- remember, like what's the earliest stage you remember actively trying to lose weight?
1: Probably middle school-ish, kind of transitioning from elementary school to middle school. I think I remember in middle school, I think they did a, um, they did like a scoliosis check, mm-hmm. but they also took our weight, I believe as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like over 200 pounds, I believe. I remember the nurse being like, oh, you're just tall again. But I remember her face and her energy being like, that's not, that's not good. Mm -hmm. And like the other girls would talk about their weight. And I realized that I was far and above those. And so I think at that time, that's when it started realizing like, oh yeah, actually like weigh this much. And that's Mm -hmm. not, that's not what's supposed to be. So yeah. Yeah. And then I think in the background of all the exercising and stuff too was always just like the purpose of this is to also help you lose weight, and so I think it I think it really, really started then, yeah, especially over exercising, yeah, and using that as a, a weight loss as the primary weight loss tool. Did that work for you? No, <laughs> no, not really. I kind of justified it later on in my journey, but no, not really. Okay. Still, yeah, food was such a friend and it was just like a part Concert. of our, yeah, it was super comfortable. Yeah. Was super it kind of part of your like family culture too? It is. It, yeah. it is. It was, yeah, very much so. We, you could ask, you know, my uh, relatives, it's like we, we were the cookie house, always had a cookie jar or mm. cakes or things. Mm. I loved to, to bake and, cook for my family I would make Parker house rolls like I would like mm-hmm. love yeah. Bobby Flay I love like the food channel like all that <laughs> yeah. stuff and I would like find a recipe and like make it like guys I'm making stuffed chicken with like <laughs> yes. like all these things or like you know making non mm-hmm. this seems fun yes. like I'm right. just like and so made love to make cookies and like all that kind of stuff I was part of that too and like again getting good feedback from folks when I cook and I bake and people liked it and so that was definitely a part of it, too, and sort of this cultural aspect. And it's very much like, right, if you're sad, you eat. If you're happy, you eat, too, right? It's celebratory, yes. right? Yeah. And so it's also connected to a lot of, like, happy things and stuff like that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So what happened in high school? High school, more of the same? Or did you end up, because I know high you school. lost significant, significant amount of weight at one point. When was that?
1: That was um, more so after I completed college. Okay. But high school, again, i really focused on my brain. I went to all girls public high school. That was really about like high standards for females. And you work hard, you work together, super awesome place to go to school. But again, I kind of like, I just like detached from the body that I hated. Mm -hmm. And this was like a must like focus on academics and really build up my brain. Cause that seemed to like get me where I wanted to go versus like dealing with the body that I have, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not so much. And I think another part of it too, I actually didn't even recall this until like last week as I was thinking about this, another part of me like loathing my body so much. Cause I was like, why did I like actually loathe my body? Part of it was just like developing Quite early and going through mm-hmm. puberty, and I be like, "What is happening with this body of mine?" Mm-hmm. But I think the other thing too was I have hidradenitis, a uh, skin disorder, mm-hmm. and like to have those sores like mm-hmm. underneath mm-hmm. my axilla and my groin. Mm-hmm. I and like just dealing with all of that, that was also a lot. I ended up having surgery for it as a freshman in high school, which helped a ton. But like, I was always scared to interact or I wanted to hide away from people because I literally would be bandaged up underneath my clothes, literally masking tape, like wrapped around my arm blades because they would just drain and not to be gross, but they smelled and I just thought like I smell... Like if I move an inch, it's going to drain a bunch. Like it was just a lot. No wonder you hated your body. I know. Right. I had that revelation like last week and I was like, that's why I hate my body so much. And so I was like, that makes so much sense now. And when I would go, I think like you were talking about before, like the external things too. And the physicians would tell me like, this is because you are fat. Like this is because you are obese. Mm So like you were bad because you were obese yes. and this is why you have this disease right. sort it's of Right, it's like thing. it's your fault that you have exactly. this. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I, I felt that also. And so that mm-hmm. played into like trying to over-exercise, but I really didn't change much of my diet from what I
0: yeah.
1: recall or yeah. much of my diet would change. Or my mom would go on Weight Watchers or Ginny Craig and then we would mm-hmm. sort of try those things and you know, on and off mm-hmm. throughout the years. But that was that was it. But then in college... Food, such a comfort. Just being away yeah. from home, such a comfort. And again, like over exercising, two hours at the gym next to the athletes, mm-hmm. <laughs> division One athletes, and I'm running on the treadmill with them. And then I walk down the hill, get a pint of ice cream, or eat a cheesesteak or a yeah. pizza and the pint of ice cream, and just think that yeah. somehow like that was gonna work out. And of course that did not it's work like out
0: wishful <laughs> thinking right we're just like <laughs> no but i just exercise diet
1: so sort of yeah right or like extra yeah, exactly, that I exactly. Doing, yeah exactly exactly and Very then once great. i graduated from college took a year off in between that and um, med school i remember getting on the scale it was 245 um How tall are you? five eight so it was 245 and i was like whoa mm. At that point like my brain was like this can't this is not acceptable. And so I changed, but still have much more <laughs> a diet mentality about it. Yeah. I, you know, the low fat, whole grains reduction in the amount of food that I ate, counting calories, over exercising still. Yeah. Cheat day. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. The whole oh thing. Gosh, I
0: could put some serious food away on cheat day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Back when I did that, I remember like, yeah. like, I think cheat day, I think I must have misunderstood the concept because I would be like sick. I was so full and I was mm. in such scarcity around food that I was just like, I have to, like, this is my chance. I have, chance. I have to have all the things, like whether I want them, I'm hungry or not, like none of that factors into it. It's just, it's time to eat this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. So I ended up losing 60 pounds that year in between. And then over the course of med school, I lost 30 more. So Mm -hmm. by the time, like starting, right.
0: Like crazy med
1: school and losing 30 pounds. Wow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Really incredible. So like that same sort of diet, pretty much counting calories up on the app every day Um, and over exercising. I think, yeah, cheat day. Yeah. Yep. And then became multiple cheat days. eventually,
0: <laughs> Of course, of course. Is like, that so? So you lost that weight, right? So I did. Did you maintain that then?
1: To, like I gained probably thirty to forty pounds through residency. So oh, okay. I
0: still you kept it off for a while.
1: I still kept off a fair a fair amount. Like I remember graduating from medical school, being at like the lowest weight I'd ever been, mid one fifties, and being still, oh, deep. Deep loathing of my body. Deep. And that's so, like, so let's just talk about this, right? So you lost yeah. almost a
0: hundred pounds in total. Think, Right? Weren't you like, oh, so I was I like 24 to, to eight,
1: like right? 24 yeah. to eight, like super expected.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it was so disappointing, right? It's just like, so disappointing. all wrong. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, it really was. I have pictures back then of me, like, you know, getting used to the area in Florida for residency and that that woman in that picture oh she so hated herself unfortunately but she just yeah. said no she doesn't yeah, know she didn't you know, know. yeah she didn't know so residency with the stress and the call and like all that stuff in and out In and out of the low fat calorie counting and over exercising, just kind of in and out of it, depending on the month where I could exercise more than other months. Right. Right. But also I kind of realized then too that it was like exercise too is very much a mood stabilizer for me. And so it is like it's super important to how I to how I like live, cause it was like a once I started doing that again, because I would like stop for a month and then I started doing it. And I was like, oh, this feels so much better to work out and stuff like that. But still kind of using it more as like a weight loss. Like yeah. This will lead to weight loss when I do this versus just like enjoying Zumba for Zumba, you right. know? Just
0: Yeah, just have um, a good time. <laughs> and, and yeah, like good good time. And yeah right. You can do that. Yeah,
1: And around everybody else in the class and stuff. And so, yeah. Yeah. So I, by the time I graduated residency, I was like in the, yeah. Yeah, I had gained about 30 or 40 more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then? Attending. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hit attending life, moved to Texas to be closer to my family. Soon realized that the work situation that I was in, or at least for me, seeing 50 patients a day was oh not gosh. the pace. Yeah. <laughs> for me, that works. I don't, yeah, it's just not the pace. I thought changing my pace from what I was doing before would be like refreshing but mm-hmm. it was not refreshing no. Love <laughs> <Turns laughs> my patients still and stuff. And the colleagues I work with But just that pace of things yeah. was not for me, but it was completely necessary for me to be in Texas at the time. Cause my dad was very sick and he eventually passed away. Mm-hmm. And so like that, that part that season of my life just needed, it needed to happen exactly yeah. how it happened mm-hmm. because it's just, it just needed to. And that's how it ended up being. But but yeah, but then I, I also, I was diagnosed, I think in the end of residency with endometriosis. And so they put me on hormone, hormonal medication and I, my oh weight significantly oh. jumped with that. Okay. And I was immediately, both my doctor and I was like, that can't, because I was already pretty mm-hmm. <laughs> high on the already were list. Of already that. were. And she knew that that was like a main like thing for me is to lose weight and and do that. So that was stopped, but I didn't really, I didn't really lose that weight <laughs> at all okay. that I gained from that. Yeah. And so, you know, diet mentality stuff, calorie counting, reducing the amount of food. Mm-hmm. So I kind of went into that in early attending life. And then 2018 came, I had moved back to Florida by then for where I'm working right now. And I've remembered it like the back of my hand, August 4th. 2018 sitting on the couch and I got to that, like, I remember one of your podcasts about the stages of change. I think I think I got to the truth state. Like I just like knew that the way I was living my life, it's not happy at all. Not fulfilled in any way possible that right, I was the common denominator. Like Uh. I know I needed to be in Texas where I was at the time for that season, Of my life but then like I moved and it felt like hardly anything had changed and I'm still on this weight loss thing that I've Mm -hmm. been on for like this movie that just keeps playing over and over again of my life and I just like was on the couch sitting it was like I am sick and tired of being sick and tired Mm -hmm. and I'm the common denominator here so like I obviously have to be the one to change so yeah, so that really that August fourth, twenty eighteen, <laughs> was like that switch went off in my brain. Like it is you. It's just like you're the competent operator. Mm-hmm. And sounds like it was more like in, in there knowing versus oh yeah. a, a
0: beating yourself up. No, it wasn't. Yeah,
1: it really, it really wasn't. It was just like Nick. This is this is where we are. There's got to be a change. You're the one that make it. Like you're you got to make it. So then my opening came a friend, <laughs> like on Facebook, she joined like this nutritionalist program and fitness program. And so she reached out to me, high school friend. And then I was just like, oh, this sounds different. It was different than anything I had heard of before. And it seemed like reasonable and it could seem, it was something that I could sustain. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause obviously like what I wasn't doing before in the calorie counting and like beating myself up and trying to, you know, willpower my way through it wasn't, wasn't working at all, but it seemed like there was something very sustainable. And so I joined that nutritionalist program.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that was more focused on just what you ate, like food. And yeah.
1: Like yeah. Mostly focused yeah. on what I ate. Also some mindset shifts too, mm-hmm. but for me, I really like focused on, and I did have some mindset shifts in there too, Cause it involved getting on the scale every single day. It involved tracking my food every day. It involved, you know, like checking my sleep every day and like water and like gave different portions of how, you know, meals should be and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But very kind of general, but Mm -hmm. like, I found myself really getting to the point where I was like open about experimenting about things versus this like very restricted like mentality of like you can only have this or this just like try this try this and then I kind of tried that tried this and I got like way better at like figuring out actually like what foods fueled my body the best Mm -hmm. and so that felt really good to be like oh yeah you know, I felt tired like a hundred percent of the time of my mm-hmm. day. <laughs> yeah. And then now that I'm like fueling my body in this different way, it's like, I feel like I have enough energy mm-hmm. all day. Like, yeah. and just noticing the the change in the fuels that I was like giving my body was really powerful to see. And that I could also, it's not this restricted thing. Mm-hmm. Like I always felt like I was always trying to restrict myself when I had that diet mentality, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. But with this, it had changed you. Let's experiment. Let's just like see what your body likes and let's see how your body responds. And then I would see my body respond in positive ways or in ways that didn't serve me well. And then I'd be like, oh, okay. Do I want to, you know, do that again? <laughs> like, right. Is that pizza worth it? Or, yeah. you know, And I started to like, kind of see the patterns sort of develop of that, like fuel in my body. Well, or not so well yeah so it was really helpful for like very much like the food thing some mindset shifts and just developing the habit of getting on the scale every day tracking mm-hmm. my food every day was very important for me to like realize and do because I did have like why do I have to do this every single day of my life in the past <laughs> whereas now it's just like this is checking in like this is just yeah. checking in with me it's not- it's a
0: reconnection with yourself.
1: Yeah, it is, right? Like, am I following my plan for today? I think we've talked about too, like my tomorrow self is going to be really excited about oh like boy. what I did today, that yeah, kind she's of- like be so happy. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be so happy, like, right? What she did. Mm-hmm. And so like thinking more along that lines was really helpful. And then also starting to really see how exercise really did affect my body and how that was not basically just doing that for the amount of time that I did and working with the nutritionalist, like it just, I was able to see like, oh yeah, exercise mm-hmm. has no role in like my weight loss. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is like purely like a mood thing. Like it, it just helps me balance out like how, yeah, my emotional life. Yeah. Um, and just gets me at a, like a nice, like little balance point but also I do, right. I love sports. I love to be like athletic and workout and stuff. And so I do like to challenge myself too, but mm-hmm. like, I also was in the process of learning, like what's the line there <laughs> and where where's my line and like making sure I don't like cross, cross that line or right catching myself when I go into like, oh yeah, you should work a little extra today. Like, mm-hmm. nope, that's nope. not, that's doing not that that. it. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. not what we do. That's not what yes. we do. So, so yeah. yeah. That's a, so much success in this program. Yeah. I lost 75 pounds. I lost 75 pounds, I guess over a year, maybe a little bit over Mm -hmm. a year. But again, I still had a lot of, I remember dealing with a lot of food chatter, still a lot of urge eating over desire weekends, weekends going nuts. Like, oh my gosh, it's a new day. It's like a new two days. Like somehow this is different than Monday through Friday. One day, I remember it just dawned on me, like, what if I just ate exactly what I ate on, like, (laughs) Monday? My brain was like, what? Like, you can do that? (laughs) I did it. Like, I was like, that was, like, the simplest thing. But, like, I was really, I was, like, really, like, the weekends are my time to, like, Mm -hmm. go out there, go to the farmer's market and have all the donuts, the fresh donuts. Like, Mm -hmm. like, it was just, like. I gotta get, got myself like in those like loops over desire, urge driven, eating a lot more. And I think still at my core, it's like, you can't keep this off too. Like Uh you just had that belief. Like this is temporary. Yeah. Yeah. In a way, like, I was just like, this is working. This is completely sustainable. But then there was also this very much belief. Like you have not done this in the past. Mm-hmm. So therefore you're like, you will not be able to do this in the future. Mm-hmm. And so that became like clearer and clearer as I was, cause I had blown past so many goal weights by this point. Yeah, like yeah, I just wanted sure. to get to my BMI. Yeah. And then I was like, I guess I'll get to like where I graduated at med school. And then it just like kept going. And I was like, wait, where is this going? <laughs> I was just like, Okay. Like so within normal BMI range. Yeah. But then that that belief started to really come to the surface. And when I really started to sort of like flatten out, mm-hmm. my weight started to really flatten out. Like it's just above like my mid BMI range, like, just above it. So I was still doing a lot of weekend like overeating, urge-driven eating, and that underlying belief was still there. Like who is like how are you gonna maintain this? Like you have no right. idea how to maintain this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So then what's so that was in
1: 2018. So that's really not so that 2018 about a yet. Yeah, it's not that yeah. long at all. When I think about it and then, yeah. yeah, started like 75 pounds down and then you came into my life. Clearly <laughs> <of, laughs> uh, not that long ago, really. It's been a, a year now yeah. But uh, in October, 2019, I think I saw a Facebook ad. I'm not even mm-hmm. sure at this point. Um, <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Somehow you came into my world, which was just incredible. And I started listening to the podcast. Yeah, I think it was through Facebook or, or Facebook or maybe the Physicians Women Physicians Group or something. And I think another friend is doing podcasts too or something like that. Women Physicians Group on mm-hmm. Facebook. And then I started listening to your podcast and I was just like, what in the world? How does she know exactly what's in my brain right now? <laughs> and like, I wish somebody told me this before. It was just like so eye opening, mind blowing, but yet simple. But yet also like, oh, my gosh, I've been living this way like my whole life. And like there is a whole kind of different awareness and yeah, just a whole new awareness of my life because there mm-hmm. still was like no processing at all of really mm-hmm. emotions in a, mm-hmm. in, a, in a way at all <laughs> that was like mm-hmm. a good or still, I would say food was still like my main comfort source. Yeah, and so just listening to your podcast, it's like, how does this lady in like the mid U.S., Northern Mid, I was like, know exactly what's going in my brain right now. It was just like, so unbelievable to me. everything that you were talking about was things that I was just like feeling on the inside, but I just like, could not express like how to work through them or how to just like approach, approach it. Cause Mm -hmm. I felt like, you know, during the, the nutritionist program, I was kind of getting like hints of these things or hints of them, but like, it was just like not coming together or. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, it was just all because I wasn't aware of like what my thoughts were right in the whole model. Like I wasn't realizing how much I was just living in my, in my old models and scarcity. Oh, so my scarcity mentality and victim mentality Mm -hmm. and emotional childhood and just the whole thing, resistance at oh, <laughs> just like the yeah, whole right. thing <laughs> like, like the whole listened, thing i've got it exactly it was so much, exactly. I, was so much. Like, oh, I can find that in me don't worry <laughs> yeah but, but 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 when i listened to you and each podcast there was a like a light there it's like but there is a light like there is a way that you can you can work through all yeah, of this yeah. right yeah right and normalizing it in a way is just like this is how kind of most of the world exists, right? But this is right, this this way that is super open and requires like curiosity. And yeah, I don't know. It was just I remember listening to it and I was like this is the way. <laughs> I just remember being like, this is it. And I immediately like told my family, because they're my biggest support system. And I was like, God, you gotta listen to this. Like, this is it. Like this is legit. Like this is <laughs> this is where it is. Like, right. And just living out the life that I've like always wanted and desired. But I just I didn't know how to to bring that new version of me out and to figure out like who that new version of me is, who stays at a weight that's, you know, the best for her, her yeah. body. Like who um, doesn't
0: struggle, who isn't maintained yeah. out of fear. Out of fear, fear sleep, yes. You yes. know, like, like depriving yourself and and beating yourself up basically in order to stay there. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. You really, I mean, you are creating an absolutely new version of yourself. You are. Right? Especially when it's not like you can look back and be like, well, you know, in my 20s when I didn't struggle with my weight, X, Y, Z, whatever. You're like literally <laughs> crafting this new version
1: of a human being. yeah. Like yeah. de novo, like this is new. <laughs> yeah. And I know like during kind of the main thing I remember having on my mind, you know, after college graduating and losing those 60 pounds and the 30 during med school was like, you don't want to be a hypocrite to your patients. Like, mm-hmm. and that, oh, I realized too, like once I started listening, I was like, that's why that's why it didn't work for very long. <laughs> like a lot of willpower, power right. And a lot of fear that was based off of that, like, you don't want to be a hypocrite to your patients mm-hmm. that you're going to have in the future. And so that was a lot of fear driven yeah. and actions that like were taken a lot from fear, so much fear of being a hypocrite to people that I took care of. Whereas like, you know, in 2018, it was much more of an internal, like, this is how you, you we need to look at our life again, you know, in a different, mm-hmm. different way. But just listening to your podcasts and I'm really starting to implement things. I'd say probably just even doing thought downloads, even though I had no clue what I was doing, mm-hmm. but just listening to the podcast, doing thought downloads, asking myself the better questions, like how does this serve me? What am I making this mean? Yeah, those two especially. And I think I was just like a couple of times a week maybe. And then the hunger scale, because I was still right, still overeating. And, and stuff like that and a lot of urge driven eating and then following the hunger scale because I never really mentioned the hunger scale too much before. And so like using the hunger scale and just like really like starting to trust in my body that it knew what it was doing, mm-hmm. really, really trusting my body, becoming more aware of how I felt in my body that was also like powerful to do. And I lost 15 more pounds. I got like to the very bottom of the normal, like BMI range. Mm.
0: Is and that a healthy weight
1: for you? Yes. Like, and no, it felt really good being there. Cause I did yeah. not overeat that, mm-hmm. that like, I did not overeat. I think at that time, I don't know if I was, i was still like exercising. I wasn't over exercising, but I was still like exercising regularly. At that point, another thought <laughs> mm-hmm. That came up was, and I think I talked about this, probably one of the first calls that we had, coaching calls that we had was once I got to that weight, my brain was just like, something is wrong with you if you're this thin. Cause I think I had, at the time I remember, like I had received messages when I was younger too, that like, if you are that thin, like something is wrong with you, like you're sick, Mm, like Like you have some terminal, like you're ill, yeah, you're on drugs. (laughs) Yeah, like you're somehow like sickly. Mm-hmm. And so then I like rate my the the model. If you go through the model, if I think that thought, like, I am not gonna want to maintain that no, at all. Of course, you'll end up sabotaging yourself exactly. in order to gain weight. So
0: you don't think that about yourself. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And so then I realized that. I'm like, I'm so glad I have this work. <laughs> mm-hmm, right. <laughs> realize that and realize like yeah. where that leads me and what results that, that eventually lead me to. And I was like, oh, okay that thought is completely optional it's completely like made up it's just something I believed for a long time and so like that's completely like optional and Mm -hmm. so I can change it and it was like super powerful to Mm -hmm. both. I think we call it the river of misery like know what that model means and then trying to move into a different model because I had believed that for a long time it was underneath there amongst all the stuff Mm -hmm. and once the overeating right went away Mm -hmm. and buffering with the food and all of it Mm -hmm. was done that came up to the surface which this work taught me too like and so once I became aware that I was like oh okay I can change it now and so yeah that's that's what I've been working on Mm -hmm. and What I love about it
0: is like, you had already had so much success with your weight loss and you probably didn't even need to lose those 15 pounds. You know, probably everybody would have argued, you look great? You don't need to lose more weight. You know, like there's there's no problem here that needs fixing, but you knew inside Mm -hmm. this
1: work isn't done yet for me. No, because I knew absolutely I wanted food freedom. Yeah. Like I remember that being like, I never have any mantras or like anything (laughs) like that ever in my life. But somehow at the end of 2019, it's like, we're done food freedom. Like this is happening now. (laughs) Like, yeah, that's like like the next step of this process for you. Yeah.
0: I love, and I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's not surprising because of the amazing results you've gotten, not only just with losing those, those final pounds, but just with your whole life, you know, transforming your relationships and like so many things in your life. Yeah. You just kept showing up and you kept asking for help and Kept asking for direction. Like I always love that about you because I'd be like, oh great. I'm coaching Nicole. Like I know that this is gonna be like the next, like you've done whatever, like you you've worked through whatever it is we last discussed, and you're like, I'm ready for the next thing, or like now I'm butting up against this next obstacle. I don't know how to get past it. And like watching your progression has been just as a coach, has been so fun to just see how much change you've you've really created. And you know, I mean, I always think of it as like. I obviously not doing it for you, you know, me, and oh, June, yeah, like yeah. we're all here for yeah. you and supporting you and because like, you know, so awesome. and I would love to be able to contribute, but you're really the one who keeps showing up for it, who keeps yeah. being like, yep, let's do the next thing. Let's do the next thing. Like committing to this process and your results, of course, are such a testament to that. So,
1: you know, yeah. And I remember you you're saying to just like the the three P's, the patience and the practice and the persistence has mm-hmm. been, that's been it. That's been it yeah. so just much. Keep
0: going, right? You it's just, just like, keep you just keep going. going. And eventually it, you figure it out. Yeah. You
1: oh, do. God, you so do. Good. And, And when I, you know, started, I remember like asking you, like, can I do this program? Like, I don't really have weight to lose, but I know my mind is a mess. Um,
0: (laughs) And And I've had so many people say
1: that. They're like, listen, I mean, Mm -hmm. if I have to lose a couple pounds,
0: okay, fine, I guess. But I will. But like, really what I need help on is my brain. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's still totally worth it. Because I think some people are like, yes. a lot of money to just lose like a couple pounds. And it's like, no, 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 no. You are looking at like, that is not the way to be looking at what the value is here.
1: Right. Yeah, you, you have the ability to change your life. Like, yeah, you have the you ability want to kind to of do just a quick kind of
0: like tick off
1: on some of the various areas of your life that have been touched. Yeah. I think I was onto the whole self-worth thing and self-love thing early on, mm-hmm. like of being like, you know, to love myself unconditionally. Or, my only job is to love myself, just really being linked to that. Mm -hmm. I still read it in my phone pretty much every day. My only job Mm -hmm. is like to love myself. Mm -hmm. And then, and so, really working on that self worth piece has been like just everything. It's just everything. Cause it's just like yes. the crux of all of it. And everything.
0: Right. Cause when you think it's, about it, right. Like, so dating has been something that you've totally yeah, been working on dating, and getting out
1: there. Like if you don't love yourself, dating is, is essential, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, and it wasn't even like, am I, you know, obviously something I desire, but like, I was just like, this is not even possible at all. Like who would ever like mm-hmm. me, love me, like, you know, because I didn't even love myself, but realizing mm-hmm. my own worth in and of itself, just because I am, because I exist. Huge, huge. Yeah. Yeah. Just like all of that. Mm -hmm. It was just super like essential to like, just allowing me to just grow and dream and just realizing like so much is available to me when I come from that place of love and talk about actioning from love and not fear a lot. Mm -hmm. And when I action from that place of love, like tremendous things can happen within me personally, but then like outside of me too, it's like an extension of everything, right? That love that I have for myself now, it's like I can more freely give it to other people. And that has also been like super powerful to see that change and that new person, a new version of me that I am now and like how I show up for my relationship with my sister and my mom, especially because they're my closest people Mm -hmm. and just really coming at it like my only job is to just be there right and to drop any manual obviously I'm still working on stuff but like just to drop yeah any manual that I have for them or at least recognize that first and foremost that I have a manual Mm -hmm. and then how can I put that on myself and And what you mean by that is like
0: expectations for Mm -hmm. somebody else that they have to act a certain way so that you can be happy and instead going oh I expect them to be the certain way What if I expected myself to be the way that I expect them to be and how might that transform this relationship? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so that's just been so powerful to just, just live in that more contented space around it Mm -hmm. versus always like wanting somebody to do something or Mm -hmm. change, but just like to accept people like as they are, it just like, Mm -hmm. it just lifts so much extra stuff. And like, right. Just like that staying out of their oh, business. So much better. Right? I, like just staying in my own business. I got enough stuff and my own right, human right. brain know, to right. deal with. <laughs> I like I don't need to take on other people's like human brain. Right. And it's just, it's so funny to like, right, be so in love with people. But it's like, how could I love them even more now? Like, it's yes, just like incredible to like realize that. Like, how is that even possible? But it yeah. is possible. And so- And, and loving yourself nothing. more and more and more, yeah. right? Like,
0: cause it yeah. all, like the more you're able to love and accept yourself, the more you're able to offer that to other people as well.
1: Yeah. And so that's been yeah. incredible to see and to the dating thing and work has been like a late, lately a goal to kind of work in the dating and I think even just like writing in for coaching and literally just getting the line like, yeah, so what if you're disappointed at work? Yeah, what if you're overwhelmed at work? And just being like, what if it is that? And I'll be like, Oh, oh, okay. I'm not supposed to be like rainbows and daisy if it's about my job all the time.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> just like dropping it's like, the, re- it's, right. it's like the normal human experience yeah. to have an array of emotions.
1: Yeah. And to just like sit back and realize, like not expecting my job to be like the end all and be all of mm. of, of who I am, even though I'm super passionate about it. And I feel like this is yeah. the job I've been called to, but also like putting it in its right place and not. Yeah, just like putting it where yeah, it's it like not your job's job
0: to make you happy, you happy. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's like you've got to. Show up, get out of it. Like you're in charge of what you get out of it. Mm-hmm. Taking ownership for your for your experience, good or bad. Yeah. And then getting onto the job of making yourself
1: happy because that's yeah. your, job. Not yeah. your job. Yeah. Not my job's job. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so to just realize that, just be like, oh, okay, I could do that. Like I could just yeah. show up. Right,
0: like I sometimes, like that, you're similar to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's how the world is. Oh my I gosh, know. I had no idea. Okay, okay, let's <laughs> right. go for Great. it. Right, you know,
1: you know. And so yeah. it's just it was so it's just like yeah, just that that's one so little revelation. Like, oh yeah, it's not you know, right, not all supposed to be like this one way. So other
0: work that you did was relating to your faith. Yeah, and if I recall, your yes. father, like you grew up in the church. Your father. It's minister. minister. Yep, minister right? yep.
1: You got it. Yep. And
0: mm-hmm. so this has been a super important part of your life. Super. And you feel like coaching has helped you feel faith more deeply. I guess that's what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I really believe what I believe. I don't know if that sounds right. <laughs> but yeah. Really, like, like, yeah.
0: understand
1: yeah. what you believe and why. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And really see and like take it through a model and like see how that works out for me and see how that does serve me so mm-hmm. very well. And so just to have this open again, that openness and that curiosity about what I believe and not think like, you know, judging myself for like mm-hmm. questioning my faith or anything like that. But it's just like, let's just see, like, you mm-hmm. know, just being open mm-hmm. about it mm-hmm. yes, really helpful to mm-hmm. just be really open about it and mm-hmm. be like, okay, if I put this through a model you know, whatever it is, a verse or, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. If I put this through a model, like this serves me, oh my gosh, so well. Mm-hmm. And so it just helped me really reaffirm what I believed mm-hmm. and just increase my faith so much. And using, I think too, as a, a way for me to really connect with that love for myself and in how God sees me yeah, as like an example of a way of how I can extend love to myself. It just gave me like this template, you can call it, but like mm-hmm. this way yeah. to, to see how I could extrapolate that to myself. And I had to work through too, just like, you know, is that selfish? I'm being like self-centered because mm-hmm. I felt like some, some parts of faith, like faith. Yeah. To, and often like, this that is the is message right now you're making it about you and yeah. yeah exactly. And all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I found when I was open and curious about it and did my work and and digging in further it's like no mm-hmm. this is this is all connected like for me yeah. it's like this is all connected to that and it just reaffirms it and it shows mm-hmm. me over and over and over again how it serves me when i incorporate my my faith and who i am and and what connects me to my like my purpose for mm-hmm. being here and what i'm doing that's all a part of that just displaying that love for myself and like showing the world who i am But I am. I I think so
0: often, like we use, like well, especially when you're somebody who has essentially had so much loathing for your body and probably parts of yourself as well for so long, and then you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, and you know, I get this question so often, like I get it, Katrina, like I'm on board, I need to love myself, but like how, right? Like we we often really, really have a hard time, even understanding what that would be like, and so in this case, I think it's so powerful when you have a religious belief in a higher power that offers you unconditional love if you believe in that you can kind of under like think okay well if that if that is unconditional love like could i offer that to myself as well like using that like you said like as a template as an example yeah to start creating that for yourself i think that's such a good use of religious beliefs right because yeah. it's so easy for us to I mean, yeah. so many people use it against themselves. So yeah, I love absolutely.
1: That you, that yeah, to see that. Yeah, and it's helped me again grow in so many ways in my faith and just like everything like works works together. Everything, mm-hmm. everything works yeah. together. Yeah. Yes, this is how I look at integrity too, and how I built like integrity for myself throughout this process and just showing up, mm-hmm. showing up for myself like over and over right. and over again. Like yes. I can look in the mirror now. I'm like, you showed up for yourself, you know? Mm-hmm, Keep mm-hmm. showing up for yourself. And I think also just like also using to you in a way of helping me to go from that scarcity mindset to that abundance. Like mm-hmm. making making that that transition to yeah. like oftentimes I, I, you know, when I'm having different thoughts or my intentional thoughts. I try to like if I come from scarcity a lot like I try to like get to like a grateful acceptance like finances is another area that I worked on mm-hmm. with you mm-hmm. and like being completely scarce about money <laughs> and mm-hmm. then like in this like a grateful acceptance piece and mm-hmm. then like trying to move into abundance mm-hmm. just trying to again love myself throughout that whole yes. journey <laughs> Yes. too. Right. And not like right. beating myself up. If I go back into scarcity and yes. then I'm back into grateful acceptance and right. then I get to abundance and then I go back, I'm still learning that yes. lesson a lot too. Well, and,
0: and and I just think sometimes too, like, can it be okay if that is just the way this will be? Like, and then, you know, maybe over the course of time, we spend more days in abundance than in scarcity. And then, and then even more time, like most of the time we're in abundance and, mm-hmm. you know, rarely we go into scarcity, but that like, of course when certain things happen, those old thoughts or patterns will arise. It's what we do with them when they arise versus going, when will this be completely extinguished and I won't ever have a thought like this anymore? I don't know that that's going to be the experience for most people. And when that's your expectation, it's easy to get disappointed. Like I've done all this work and my brain still does this. Well, you know, same for like urges for food. I'm always like, if push comes to shove, my brain will be like, I don't know what the Mm -hmm. solution is. But how about a snack? I exactly. mean, like, it's going to be like, I got nothing else.
1: Yeah. And I'm learning that lesson even now over and over again, as I continue to just like grow, have so many dreams now, or like. I just like, I'm like, feel like I'm bursting like, out of the seams and like my old self is just like, whoa, Nellie, we got to stop all this crazy stuff that's <laughs> happening here. Whereas my new self is like, no, man, everything is available to you. You yeah, go. Stop pumping the brakes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but then like my discernment, my wisdom self is just like, okay, like mm-hmm. we still got to like think through this thing. And so just yeah. like, you know, being okay and like all of it, I'm still like very much learning yeah. realizing those scarcity thoughts. Like I also see like too just progress and like, oh, I'm becoming much more aware of it, like quicker when I get myself into the ruminating and spinning, like, oh, why am I back in this place again? I'm like, oh, that's right. This is mm-hmm. where, okay. And like, right. You have and, so like, much more
0: insight into the yeah, patterns. It's yeah. not
1: like you're starting from scratch. Exactly. Like it's not taking that, yeah. like days and weeks, right. Yes. It's taking like a day or it's mm-hmm. taking hours. And then, like each little increment, I'm like, yes, like we caught mm-hmm. that one, like yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, caught right. that thought, like like that's not who yeah. we are, like or like right, my thoughts are not who yeah. I am, and just realizing, like breaking it down, that kind of stuff for myself has been like really helpful lately. As I'm doing so many new things and learning how yeah. to play the guitar and dating, and exactly. gonna get a, like so many things that I'm doing, yeah. and like of course, like when I'm going to do something new, my scarcity thoughts like come back. I'm realizing like, oh yeah, this is just like what's going to happen. Cause I've been very much, I've been noticing how much I've been so much more in that abundance space and just like soaking it up and like loving it. And then once I'm like starting to do something new, my scarcity thoughts like come back and that's being comfortable with, that happening and yes. being like, this is and
0: expecting it. It's like, yeah, oh, expecting I'm doing something yeah. new
1: right on time, right? You um, know, like, <laughs> yeah. here it is. We have our coaching calls, yeah. and I was just like, yeah, nothing's going wrong here. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. right. Nothing right. is right. going wrong right. here, is it? <laughs> like, no, yeah. yeah, like, even I was like telling my family to like food chatter, like over desire, like all of it, mm-hmm. way, 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 way down, right? Yeah. But it's not like it's gone like complete, like, there's it's like yeah. this minimal thing. Yeah. That is just on top of the pond. Exactly. (laughs) Just kind of lying there. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't have to like do anything about it. It's just lying there. But I know, right. If it becomes the four thing on my mind, I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. What am I feeling? Mm -hmm. What am I thinking right now? Like that's, that's where it all stems Mm -hmm. from. And so I got to like, take it back, take a step back. Oh, okay. I'm feeling overwhelmed right now. Okay. I'm feeling nervous Mm -hmm. right now. Anxious right right now. I love disappointment (laughs) and (laughs) overwhelm. Like are my majors and and shame and guilt. Oh yeah, those are like my major Mm -hmm. major things. Your 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 frequent emotional frequent (laughs) flyers. Yep, shame guilt (laughs) disappointment overwhelm. Like my main ones, and so. Like I can, I recognize like, oh, okay, this is the shame feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this right. is the like right. guilt feeling. And like, just being so aware of that, it's just, this is, uh, this is so, I don't know. It's just so freeing to yeah. be able to live life in that way and to, yes, you take your power back. Yeah. Just like, yeah. just own it. Just be able yeah. to own it. Like own the experience that I'm having in my life. Right. If today is not necessarily, you know, on the good side of the 50 50 day, just own it still. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then I know that like nothing's all of wrong. it. Like it's Yeah. Okay. Nothing's going wrong. It's yeah. going OK. And I know sometimes that the other day I woke up in the funk because I was like, I realized like, oh, I was believing I wasn't enough again. And then once I did that, I was like, oh, OK. Yeah. Now we can just move there. on. <laughs> right. like, exactly. like, it's like, oh, that's what, that's the model I was living off of for like the first, like three hours yes. of the day. And then I was like, oh, okay. That's a thought. Like I can change it. And then I just go to Trader Joe's and like go about my business. Like, right. 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 Like,
0: Your brain is just like, no, but I think this is true. And then I you think it like, is. wait a minute.
1: Like, no, I know It like, is like, just a thought. <laughs> like, no, it's just a thought. Right. And a a we thought. don't have to live, live in that, yes. that space. And it's just like so awesome to be able to just recognize that like earlier and earlier and earlier. Yeah. It's just again, Mm -hmm. freedom. So so sweet. So So sweet.
0: So good. Well, as we come to the end of our time together, I mean, I would just love it if you would offer just some final thoughts to somebody who's kind of maybe had a similar experience or maybe has lost a lot of weight similarly to how you did. And knows that maybe they have some more work to do, but it's kind of like avoiding it.
1: <laughs> yeah. What yeah. Do to them? I would say really that, that actioning from love and not fear thing is really powerful. And so just really being open to coming at yourself from a loving place, a compassionate place, no matter where you are on your journey and seeing where where there's fear there, and how you've been just recognizing that. If I've been moving from a place of fear versus a place of of love, and just like knowing it is possible
0: to, to do it from love, I think,
1: yeah, it is, it is so possible yeah. to do it from love. And then I know, like in my journey, like early on, and you know, losing the weight and all that stuff, I was doing it out of so much fear and like hatred. And Joel Sargent like talked yeah. to myself. But when I came at myself when from a much loving place, it just all started to open up. Yeah, and and the solutions came, mm-hmm. and the way to figure things out came. They just came. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just starting to approach yourself with more compassion mm-hmm. and see ways to to action yeah. from from love versus fear and show up for yourself. Just yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just worth like, it. Right. Up. Like, I think sometimes we're like, are oh, I really it. do that.
0: It's like, you're so worth this investment, so worth in time, it. effort, money, and yeah. all of it.
1: Yeah, And that, that, that patience and that practice and that like persistence, like just keep mm-hmm. showing up for yourself As if, if this is what you desire, if this is what you want for your life. And if you approach yourself with love, it's like yeah it's it's done so worth it right it's done and it's worth it yeah you don't
0: even it's like you can't even begin to imagine I think sometimes of how much better it can be yeah uh, yeah and it doesn't like committed to your limits the the self-created limits about what's possible
1: absolutely I limited myself Mm -hmm. so much yeah and it was all based off of fear and fear of what other people would think and fear of failure and again that's all those things I, i work. Work on, especially as I experience new things in my life. But now I just know that, like, that's the own limits that I've like put on myself and my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then that's completely like changeable. Yeah, and, like that's right. optional.
0: It's optional, right? It's like all and made like, up anyway. So why not make why up not? A, a version that
1: actually that helps serves. You. That yeah. serves? That serves. You that know, does one does of the does. first things I would say to myself is just like, how is this like serving me? Just over and over and over again. And I just realized over and over and over again, like how that thinking and my thought process wasn't serving me. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that's why this isn't really resulting in mm-hmm. what I want. And then really opening up to like that that's completely changeable. Like my yeah. thoughts are completely can be changed and just being okay. like, whoa, that's so awesome. <laughs> um, and then wow. to actually like see that see that play out and to play that out has been just super powerful. In my life um, so far, Mm -hmm. highly recommend thoughtful downloads every day for me. like I don't plan on stopping, but December 15th, 2019 was when I started and I haven't missed a day since. Mm -hmm. I think two weeks ago, I didn't do it for like two hours lag time Mm -hmm. for when I usually do it and I went nuts really <laughs> your brain was like was excuse like, me we have not break. had our day excuse <laughs> me like what do you think that you are doing today you think you're extra special but um <laughs> and so like immediately i was like all right five minutes like you know like yeah. i just and just like this needs to happen mm-hmm. wow. yeah I've done it at yeah. night i've done it in the morning like it doesn't matter it's just like getting it's it getting done good. and it's like mm-hmm. completely essential just how I, I live and like to manage my mind. Well, I think you have recommended, or you just said it, but like the Deepak Chopra abundance meditation. Oh yes. Oh my God. This is You're like, right. I'm starting like my fourth, no fifth month, I think. Sorry. Fifth go around. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. That this thing is, so is good, powerful. Yes. That so I think good. that's definitely helped me, especially during COVID. Oh my word! Mm-hmm. Right? To get in this Changed more abundant my space. Oh so good, yeah. So glad you had mentioned that. That has been like remarkable, especially mm-hmm. doing it the you know amount of time I have, and I'm really just like. Oh, you know, just like those becoming my new thoughts. It's yes. been like incredible to see. Just like it builds, right? Every time you do another round, it, it just keeps building. And you, you
0: create a different level of understanding. And,
1: yeah, because I went back yeah. definitely oh, when oh, COVID yeah. started to that scarcity mm-hmm. mindset. Oh my gosh, oh, yeah. right? Went exactly. back to that scarcity mindset. Gotta get everything, gotta get all the things. And then, yeah, But once you mentioned that, it was like right on time. And that has like created so much more abundance in my life as well. Mm-hmm which has been like tremendous on top of all of this work too yeah, yeah. like hobbies like the whole thing is just yeah yeah this is showing up for yourself and coming at it. things from that 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 place of love instead of fear mm-hmm. has been powerful yeah just be back open, like open and curious to that like what does that yeah. look like right because yeah. in the beginning i told you i think unconditional love like what is what is that Katrina, no, like, like what, it, what can does that mean? That for me? You like can you make that clearer? Cause some yeah. days I like completely understand. And then other days it's just like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Right, know, words <laughs> that are coming out of your mouth. But, you know, I felt it for like five minutes yesterday, but then like, I let some circumstances take over and I thought that was different, but like, you know, and yeah. so, yeah. And so just like, right. Just be curious and open to like what that could actually like look like in your, mm-hmm. in your life. In multiple areas, mm-hmm. work, relationships, yeah. weight loss, like the whole thing, mm-hmm. if you action from love and not fear. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you get it right all the time, but I can recognize it now like, oh, that was completely out of fear. <laughs> so, yeah. for, right. Like as I'm dating and stuff, I'm like, oh, yes. that was completely out of fear. <laughs> but as soon as I like check myself and be like, Nick, like how can we come at this like with more love? I'm like, oh, okay. I know exactly what to do next. And it's yeah. just like remarkable how that happened.
0: Yeah amazing mm-hmm. well nicole i'm so grateful to you for coming on no, again and sharing you, your story sharing your experience i know yeah, it's going to help so many people and so i just want to thank you so much <laughs> for coming no you're welcome thank you did you know that you can find a lot more help from me on my website go to com and click on free resources